today. As always, please like, share, and subscribe to this channel for more inspirational videos and audios, stimulating discussions and conversations, and more. Peace and blessings. Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello, Shabbat Shalom. Um, Welcome and welcome back. Hope that you are enjoying your Sabbath and I hope all is well. Now, before I get into this Sabbath lesson, I want to say this. Where do I start? The first thing I want to say is the lesson that I did. I hope that you got it. Excuse me. My voice is a little funky today. I hope that you got something out of it. Um, My mic was acting crazy. Me and my husband were looking into this mic situation. Um, I just did something different to the mic. So hopefully it won't go in and out. I, I don't know why my computer is acting crazy aside from it's old. And the mic is new, but plugging the mic in different ports and all this other stuff I've been doing for the last, what, almost a year. Um, if it hasn't been a year, because after I had my tonsils taken out, then it was just all this mic stuff. Uh, but hopefully it will not go in and out this uh today and uh from now on because we just switched a different port um and hopefully that won't be an issue now um my computer's been acting crazy with this mic and all of a sudden this stuff will pop up and say your mic's not on it's just funky and weird but um the devil is a liar and we shall proceed now um as we continue to move forward, I need you to be patient with me because like I said, things is going wonky every once in a while. And I don't know until I'm listening to the lesson because I try to listen to the lesson before I upload it. But sometimes I can't because it's a lot of stuff going on. So um, when I did that three hour lesson and I did not anticipate talking that long, I told you I could talk until I don't have a piece of nothing in me. But um that winded lesson you needed, you needed that winded lesson. Um, and since I kept talking, that's why it was as many hours as it was, but, um, hopefully we won't have to do that again, but I feel like sometimes that's what you need. You need a real solid lesson. And that's what I'm going to continue to give you. Maybe not in so many hours, but that's what I'm going to continue to give you because there's a lot of serious stuff happening. I already told you my spidey senses was tangling. So um, something's coming down the pipe 
I don't know if you know, there was like a mass shooting um, and that was bad, but I don't think that was what I was feeling, but I'm not sure exactly what's happening. So um, something is going to happen and I don't know what it is. It just doesn't make me feel good. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I already told you I'm very sensitive. So um, hopefully um, uh, we're covered in the name of Yahusha HaMashiach, that's both flocks. Hopefully we are uh, covered. I already know there's a lot of stuff going on and you should know too, we are at the time of the end and the Most High is doing some really um, serious things, okay? Heathens is turning on heathens, honey. That's serious. So we don't know what's happening. You know, we don't know what we're going to wake up to. There's a lot of stuff going on around the world. Around the world, everybody's turning on each other. Is that not the most high? <laughs> Think about it. Anyway, um, in regards to the lesson, did I want to say something? I think I had a correction, but I can't remember off the top of my head if I wrote it down or not, the correction. Um, I don't remember. But anyway, if um, when I listen to this lesson again, because I have to listen intently so that I can make sure if there was something that is not right that I said or, oh yeah, there is something. Oh, in regards to the lesson. Oh, I can't remember it off the top of my head, but when I listen to it again, I will definitely write it down. I think I did write it down, but since I was doing so much typing, I don't even know where it is. <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't know where it is, but anyway, um, I hope that your day is going well and I hope that you enjoy the lessons that I do. What I want to talk about in regards to Ezra, I did upload all the Ezra slash Ezra's. Now, Ezra's is the Latin name. Ezra is the regular name. Um, I just want to let you know that because I already told you people change names. I already did a lesson in regards to changing names. But um, in regard to this book, Ezra, I already told you there's more than one book of Ezra and there's only one in the Bible, which is 10 chapters, very short chapters, I may add. So I did upload the all the rest of the books of Ezra and I will um, upload the book of Barak too because it connects with Ezra. Um, I don't know if I uploaded that book already, but... That book in connection with Ezra gives you an idea of what's happened to the children of Israel, what they did, all the sins they did. I already told you. That's why I read the Testament of um, Yahuda, all the uh, horrible, distasteful and disgusting things that the children have done to the Most High. And you wonder why you in the situation is in Barak, in the book of Barak. And when, um, what I upload, they're going to say Baruch, because you already know um, people who are um, not of your nation going to screw up your name. I don't care how short it is. People screw up Tupac's name. People screw up everybody's name. Okay. I mean, people outside of our nation screw up our names and it could be like four letters to the name. They'll mess it up. But you could have people, um, non-melanated people could have 50 letters to the name. They never mess it up. Anyway, go figure. But um, I say that to say these names, are, uh, they're going to say uh, Baruch and all this other stuff. But um, the actual name in the um, ancient books is either 
uh, spelled B-A-R-A-Q, or it's going it's spelled another way, but it's not Baruch. It's not that. It's not that at all. Um, and uh, the Book of Barak also goes with um, Ezra, Nehemiah, um, Jeremiah, uh, a little bit of Daniel. Um, it's another one too, Ezekiel. Uh, they all connect, all of them, because at that time, um, they went into bondage, slavery, okay, captives, slavery, um, in Babylon. And I already told you there's four major slavery um, lands that they went to. I already told you Babylon, aside from Mizraim, Babylon, the Medes and the Persians together, Greece, and Rome. Okay. That was, and um, Greece and Rome was one of the worst um nations for um slavery for the children of israel and you can probably figure out why <laughs> i don't have to tell you but um even the most High said you're gonna be captured and enslaved by the worst heathens ever you're not gonna know their language you're not gonna know anything about them and they're gonna do everything possible to you and against you he was talking about the last two rules with the emphasis on the Roman rule, which is modern day Europe. And it never stopped. So I'm not going to put the cart before the, uh, before the horse, but these are major um, prophets that the Most High spoke to. And the Most High was giving signs, signals, uh, messages, everything to all of the ones I was telling, um, that I just told you. Ezra, Nehemiah, um, Jeremiah, um, Ezekiel, um, later on Daniel, um, and Barak. So I will be uploading every last one of them, all of them. And if you are swift enough, if you are um, elevated enough, um, you will understand what the Most High says about what happened then, what's going to happen in later times, and what's going to happen in the future, which is now. Okay, There is a hell of a, a prophecy that's coming down the pike for all those people who did stuff to the, um, the most high's children. And I already told you when Yeshua come back down here, he's getting non-believers, he's getting sinners and he's rebuking um, his children. Well, it's his brethren while he's in uh, the flesh, but um, as he is um, the most high, the father of lights, he's going to be rebuking his children because they set apart people and they were supposed to be examples to the Gentiles and they never was. They started following the Gentiles and the heathens and that's why we're in position we're in. So I say all of that to say that I'm going to be reading Ezra um, chapters two, sorry, three and four. And the reason why I'm only doing, it's only 10. I could actually just do all the 10 and keep moving, but I'm not going to do that because I need you to understand what's happening. And I will be uploading the book of Barak one and two, AKA the apocalypse Barak one and two, or I could just play the whole thing. Either way, I'm going to play a few because some... Um, some people who are reading it, some people may not like the way that they read it. Now, I have gotten some feedback on people who are turned off on the people that's reading it. Now, if I read it to you, it's going to be all day because I'm going to put my commentary in and I'm just going to keep flapping my gums until <laughs> it's over. It could be weeks. But I'm going to get it. Um, usually, they're Gentiles just reading it. So you're not going to be able to get everything. 
But at some point, I will discuss the whole book. I will be going into the book and we'll be discussing it page for page. But I can't do it right now. I got to give you as much as I can. I just feel like something's going to happen. Something's coming down the pipe. And I need to give you this stuff ASAP. That's how I feel. I feel like I need to give you this stuff um, as much as I can. So that's what I'm going to do. Hold on. That's what I'm going to do. So um, hopefully you can listen to the books of Barack 1 and 2 along with this Ezra. I hope that you listen to Ezra. I hope that you understand what went on in Ezra. And I hope that you um, can understand and connect with the future prophecy that uh, the Most High gives Ezra, okay? And listen intently because there's things about the children of Israel that the Most High talks about. Mm -hmm. So you'll know by listening to these books, that's why they were not in the Bible. You know who the children of Israel are. That's how important it is. Um, as I say, these books used to be in the Bible, but they were taken out simply because the heathens say that they don't believe that the Most High said this, even though it's quite clear by what he said and how who he's referring to that he did say it. Okay, these books are in the Apocrypha. That's what the um, book is called, the Apocrypha. And that's what they uh, put it in, even though, um, whatever. <laughs> you can get the Apocrypha and read the rest of the books. They took them out. Yeah. Okay. So let us go and start reading the highlights from um, what I'm going to read. And I want to tell you that I'm reading from the um, Amplified Bible, which is regular language. Hold on. All right. So the highlights for chapter three is um, Ezra 3, 1 through 3, the altar is set up. Um, four, four through six, offerings renewed. Ezra seven, workmen employed in preparing materials. Uh, verses eight through thirteen, the foundations of the temple are laid in great joy and mourning. Now, I already told you that every time there was a wicked king, uh, the temple was neglected. But remember. The last time they were taken away, they was conquered and taken away simply because they didn't listen. Okay. They chose wickedness. And this is why we are all in the situation, children of Israel, that we are now. And I already told you, I don't know how many people have to tell you. I don't know how many um, people in your history, your great grandfathers, great, 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 and so on. Um have to tell you all the wickedness you did, um, which brought you to where you are now. So let us begin.
Okay, chapter three. When the seventh month came and the sons of Yasharel were in the cities, the people gathered together as one man to Jerusalem. That means they um, assembled. Then Yeshua, the son of Jehozadak. Now remember, the, these J's, that's not the names. And the only reason I'm reading this book is because it's regular English. They're not the, um, those are not the names. If you go to the 1611 King James um, or even the Sefer, which they, um, there's people that went and they um, deciphered the original scriptures and left all the names and try to leave it as close as possible to the original text then you'll get the regular names but i'm just reading this from this book so that you understand what's going on so then yeshua and uh, the son of yozadek and his brothers the priests and zerubbabel son of shiatiel and his brothers arose and they built the altar to the most high of Yasharel to offer burnt offerings on it. As it is written in the law of Moses, the man of the most high. So they set up the altar on its old foundation. For they were terrified because of the people of the lands and they offered burnt offerings unto it to the most high morning and evening so those people who went back remember last week um the king allowed um them to go back okay and that's king cyrus they celebrated the feast of booths as it is written and offered the fixed number of daily burnt offerings in accordance with the ordinances as each day required and afterward, there was continual burnt offerings. The offering at the new moons and at all the appointed festivals of the Most High were consecrated and the offerings of everyone who made a voluntary offering to the Most High. Now, I'm just letting you know, the children of Israel have their own celebrations which we have never celebrated. And a lot of people don't never even heard of it, but it's in Deuteronomy and it's in Leviticus. Uh, there are uh, feast days and celebrations to the most high. But a lot of um, the thing is you have to celebrate it in um, the land. So you ain't in the land. That's an issue. Not only that, you don't know the exact day. So that's an issue. Not so, not being able to celebrate it. This is the true children. Not being able to celebrate it in the land. Not being able to celebrate it on the actual day. And those are issues. And the year. Because when the children, um, when the children were taken out of the lands, all the years and everything got messed up. Because their books were stolen, their books was taken, a lot of books was done away with, and there's twisting of the times. And it says that in um, in uh, Revelation. So, just letting you know. Verse 6, from the first day of the seventh month, and notice they keep saying, uh, they saying it like that. They don't say October or November. They don't say that. Because the Most High never... Um, um, made months like that 
Okay, it was only 10 months at that time, number one. And these were, uh, the children of Israel were planters and they were farmers and stuff. So they knew when things were supposed to happen. And it was passed down, passed down generation after generation. That's why it reads like this. It don't say Wednesday at two o'clock, November 2nd. No, because that's not how the Most High did it. When you read these things and when you listen to these things, that doesn't even occur in your mind. This is how you could tell everybody's fool because the Most High never put a month into play. Never, ever put a month into play or a date or anything like that. He um, spoke to the children of Israel only. And this is how it was communicated from the first day of the seventh month. That's how they say it. They don't say it Wednesday at two o'clock. Um, October 6th. No, they don't say it like that. Just to let you know. So like I said, verse six, from the first day of the seventh month, they began to offer burnt offerings to the most high. But the foundation of the temple of the most high has not been laid. They gave money to the masons and to the carpenters and gave food and drink and olive oil to the people from Sidon to Tyre to bring cedar wood from Lebanon to the seaport of Joppa in accordance to the authorization they had from Cyrus, the king of Persia. I want to say this, and I think you should know this by now, but I don't know. I'm just going to throw it in there. Remember, Abraham had many, um, he was the father of many nations. Okay. Abraham, um, After he, after Sarai passed, he had other wives. Okay. That book of, um, what is it? The, um, what's that, um, religion, babe? What's that religion and practice? Muslim. The Muslim religion, a lot of them, their father is Abraham, just like the children of Israel's great father. I'll just say great father. Great father is Abraham. Many of those people who um, wrote the Quran and all that, even though it's not 100% congruent with the scriptures, they are the kin to the children of Israel. They are the blood kin to the children of Israel. Okay. Those are Ishmaelites. Okay. All them over there that they call Middle East, they the Ishmaelites. Okay. The thing is, they white it out. Okay. Just saying. Now, I have to speak the truth to you because it is what it is. The original ones are dark and melanated. But the ones that was conquered and all of that in the Middle East, quote unquote, is whited out. But their forefathers are Ishmaelites. Period. Now. Uh, the temple restoration has begun. Verse 8. In the second year of their coming to the Most High's house in Jerusalem, which is Jerusalem, in the second month, Zerubbabel, the son of Sheatiel, and Yeshua, the son of uh, Josadaka, Josadak, Josadak, even though that's not his name, began to work with the rest of their brothers, brethren, the uh, priests and the Levites and all who came from Jerusalem from the captivity. They appointed the Levites from 20 years old upward. And that's usually what happened. 
that's usually what happened. Like when they went and the Most High um, originally assigned them to do various things, the Levites, um, who were the priests, they started at 20. So they going back to the book of the law and that's what it was. So um, from 20 years old and upward to oversee the work of the house of the Most High. When Yeshua with the sons and brothers stood united with Cadmiel and his sons, the sons of Yahuda and the sons of Henadad. Now, when they said the sons of Yahuda and Henadad and Kidmiel, those are the um, their generations because Yahuda is long dead and all the rest of those people. So they um, that's their line. Okay. Okay. Um, Henadad and their sons and the brothers, the Levites, to oversee the workmen in the house of the Most High. Now, when the builders had laid the foundation of the temple of the Most High, the priests stood in their apparel with trumpets and the Levites, the son of Aspath, with their symbols to praise the Most High in accordance with the directions of David, the king of Yasharal. I already told you about David. They sang, remember, they some musical people. I already told you. I told you, honey, everything was a song. A serenade to the Most High. And I told you the song last week, um, that song that they sing, um, and that's um, in Psalms 137 or 127. I, I want to say 137, so that's what I'm going to say. Uh, yes, that's the song that um, these uh, non-melanated people are saying Negro spirituals. They're not Negro spirituals. You see how they make up their nonsense with their concepts? They songs to the Most High. Okay, no Negro spirituals, honey. So 11, they sang responsibly, um, praising and giving thanks to the Most High. Can nobody serenade the Most High like the children of Israel? Nobody. And anybody will tell you that. Non-melanated and melanated. Nobody can serenade like the children of Israel. Moving on. They sang responsibly, like I said, verse 11, praising and giving thanks to the Most High, saying, for he is good, for his love and kindness, his mercy towards Yasharal endures forever. Wait till we get to Psalms, honey. Oop. And all the people shouted with a great shout. Hold on. And it says here, and this is what I mean about the changing of the words. I already told you I'm in the Amplified Bible. It says that the whole children, all the children yell with a great shout that the Most High endures forever. And then all the rest of the children said, praise the Lord. Now, this is in the Amplified. But the real thing they said was hallelujah. Because hallelujah means praise ye Yah, the highest praise to the most high. So no, they didn't say praise the Lord because we don't know who the Lord is. Landlord, that's what it is. Somebody who's over other people. Somebody who takes your money every month and collects their rent. That's the Lord over you. Or somebody who has a higher financial status over you. Lords and ladies, you know they use that in Europe. So we know that the most high is not a Lord. The most high is the most high. So how do you speak in his language, in his perfect language? Hallelujah. Actually, it's hallelujah. But anyway, that's what it is. 
So they all say hallelujah because the foundation of the house of the most high was laid. But many of the priests and the Levites had heads of their father's household and the heads of their father's household. The old man who had seen the first house, which is the temple, wept in a loud voice when the foundation of this house was laid before their eyes while many shouted loud for joy so that the people did not distinguish the sound of the shout of joy from the sound of the weeping of the people. For the people shouted with a loud shout and the sound was heard far away. Now, you got to understand why there was lamentation. And it's going to always be lamentation, especially with the uh, um, the prophets. And in the book of Lamentations, is going to be lamentation simply because of the sadness and the um, broken heartedness of the children. And as a matter of fact, the Most High says in the um, in Revelation that they're not going to cry no more. There's not going to be no more tears. And why are they crying? Because of the devastation of what's been happening. I already told you, many a prophet has cried and bawled their eyes out of tears simply because the Most High told them exactly what's going to happen to their brethren. I mean, they cried like babies until they whole everything was dry. They was parched. Because of what the Most High told them, oh yeah, I'm getting ready to spank all of these kids. I'm going to get them all. Okay, many a prophet has been told that. And you will know when I start uploading these prophets. These prophets start crying and boohooing. Grown men, strong men. They be crying and boohooing because they know what's going to happen to their brethren. And it's heartbreaking. Gut-wrenching. That's what it is. And enough is enough. And this is all because of insubordination. And it is what it is. Okay. Hold on. All right. Um, hold on a minute. Um, okay. Now I'm on the highlights for chapter four. Um, Ezra four, one through six, um, the adversaries being not accepted in the building of the temple of Yasharel and um, endeavor to hinder it. Seven through 16, their letter to Anaxerxes. 17 through 22, the answer and decree of Anaxerxes. 23 and 24, the building is hindered. Now, before I read this, I'm gonna tell you this. Everybody should know who the children of Israel are. If you don't know, if it's not in your face, if it's not, excuse me, um, obvious to you, everything that I've read thus far should give you an idea of who the children of Israel are. I'm going to say this in regards to this chapter four. Today in the United States, the children of Israel is policed in everything they do. Everything they do everything i don't care how much they follow the rules everything they do they are policed why am i saying that because it's happening in chapter four and from then the most i say you need to start listening when you don't everything's gonna chase you down you're gonna be the lowest of the low you're gonna be this that you ain't gonna be blessed you're gonna be um everything all these um um curses is gonna chase you down till you're dead 
So what does that, when you hear that, what do you think of? What can you imagine? And what I imagine is everything you do is going to be scrutinized. You're never going to be right. You're always going to be policed. You always got to look over your shoulder. You always got to do stuff because people can't have their way with you. Okay. If uh, three or four children of Israel is standing on a corner, here come a police call. It could be anybody else, five, 10, 20, 50. And you don't see nothing, but let three or four children of Israel stand on the corner and somebody's calling the police. This is how you could tell the children of Israel from everybody else. You know who the children of Israel are in regards to their actions, in regards to how they act, whether they're listening or not. All of this stuff and everything that's in these scriptures tell you who the children of Israel are, especially in the United States. Now I'm going to read chapter four and you'll figure out why I said what I said. Adversaries hinder the work. Now we're on chapter four. Now when the Samaritans, the adversary, hold on, the adversaries of Yahuda, hold on. Now I'm going to say this. I already told you back in the days, the Samaritans was somebody else. They was different. And now uh, they no longer with the children of Israel. They used to be for the children of Israel. We're going to talk about that at some point, but not right now. We talked about the Samaritans and how they were a different nation at one point, And now they just different. I already told you when one um, nation conquers another, they get rid of all the mighty men. They take the women, they mate with the women and they mix and mingle. That's what they do. Take people's stuff. If they don't like what they have, they get rid of their stuff and they indoctrinate. If they do like what they have, they mix their stuff in theirs and they act like it's all theirs. Just like it happened in Rome. Now, I'm going to read it again. When the Samaritans, the adversaries of Yahuda and Ben-Haman heard that the exiles, which was the ex-slaves that was stolen from the captivity, were building a temple to the Most High of Yasharel, listen, they came to Zerubbabel, who was now governor, because remember, um, Cyrus allowed them to go because the Most High um, dealt with him. And to the heads of the father's household and said to them, listen to what uh, these Samaritans are saying to the children of Israel in Yehuda. Listen to what they're saying. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm going to uh, give you this picture. The children came back from slavery because a king allowed them to. And remember, there was different shifts of kings in Babylon, okay? It was different shifts of kings. And we're going to experience that when I start reading and keep going. These children, who was the Samaritans, came up to the children of um, Yahuda, children of Israel in the line of Yahuda and Benjamin. And this is what they said. Listen, they're not the children of Israel. Listen to what they said. Well, let us build with you. For we seek your L, meaning Yahuwah, and worship just like you do. And we have sacrificed to him since the days of Asheradon, king of Assyria, who brought us up here. 
this is what uh, these um, Samaritans said to the children of Israel. Now, in any other instance, I would say <laughs> people are being nice and they want to help. That's what I would say. But you got to understand who the most high is in regards to the children of Israel. The children of Israel are his set aside people, very particular people to himself. He didn't want nobody else. He don't want no other sinful people. I also told you that Esau and Yaakov is brothers. The most high loved Yaakov and hated Esau. They both came from the same mother and father. Why did the Most High love Yaakov and hate Esau? Because Esau, Esau didn't listen and he was a sinner. Okay. At that time, the Samaritans, I already told you they was mixed and mingled, but before they was mixed and mingled, they was under the line of Shem. Yeah. Uh -huh. So now they've been mixed and mingled with everybody else. And remember, Shem had kids, but the only one who the Most High chose to populate is Noah. And then later on from Shem, uh, I'm sorry. Oh, Shem had kids. Forget about Noah. From Noah, the Most High um, chose Shem and not Japheth and um, Ham. So I went back too far, but um, I still do understand that. And I am going to tell you that at one point, but this is not now. So from Shem, um, he went all the way down into Abraham. So you see, they had brethren and all of that, but the Most High only chose a particular people. You understand what I'm saying? That's just like you got five people in your family and the Most High only choose one of those five. So the other five, the other four do whatever they do, but this one is under the Most High and that's exactly what happened. So even though the Samaritans is a line of Shem initially, because they started getting mixed and mingled, that's why I said it's different because in the beginning, the uh, Samaritans was under the line of Shem. They was because that's where Abraham, um, his father and all them came from. But anyway, now they mixed and mingled. So now they saying, well, let us go with you. So they knew the most high. They knew. But the most high only wanted particular people to do stuff. He don't want everybody to do stuff. I, it already says that here. So I don't understand why I have to keep explaining it over and over. But I understand there's new people. But the new people, my suggestion to you is start from the beginning, listen to everything, and then you'll know and you'll be caught up. But I'm saying this to say, now all of a sudden, these other people is coming along and talk about, oh, let us help you. Meanwhile, they was worshiping devils, um, eating stuff, um, giving to devils and doing all kinds of stuff. The most I don't want your hand in nothing. Now, remember, David was supposed to do the original um, um, house of the most high, but because he sinned, the most high said, you ain't going to do it. I'm going to get your son to do it. And your and uh, Solomon did it before he sinned. Had Solomon sinned after, the most high wouldn't accept none of that from him. Understand the intricacies and the nuances as to why things are the way they are. Now, for a regular lay person, they'll be like, well, why couldn't they help? They couldn't help because they're not the children of Israel, number one, and they devils. The Most High said, everybody's a devil except for his children. That's what he said. This is why I'm going to upload the book of Barak, and you already heard Ezra. It says that. I'm not making this up. This is why I was taken out of the regular Bible. Honey, whoever put that Bible away, today's Bible, that 66 books, you fooled. Because you don't know the background. You don't know what's going on. If you was fortunate enough to get a 1611 Bible, you would know it was like 70-something books in there. And now it's not. 
So people holding on to that 66 books uh, Bible, well, I don't know what to say to you. Okay, and to the most high is dealing with you, I guess you'll just stay there. Back to what I was saying. So like I said, these other people wanted to build and they saying they seek in the most high to worship too. Now, meanwhile, when the children was taken away into uh, Babylon, nobody helped them. Nobody cared. As a matter of fact, they was probably uh, being happy and all that. And now that they're coming back, everybody want to put their hand and everything and watch what these children is doing. I already told you when there's four or five children in Israel standing on the corner, everybody want to call the cops because they want to know what's going on. Oh, what they talking about, what they congregating about. This is exactly what's happening here. Well, what, what are they doing? Oh, I want to go over there and do that too. I want to do it too. All in the children of Israel's Kool-Aid. But Zerubbabel and Yeshua and the rest of the heads of the fathers of the households of Yasharel said to these people, you have nothing in common with us in building a house to the most high, but we ourselves will together build to the most high our El of Yasharel, just as King Cyrus, the king of Persia, has commanded us. Do you understand now? The children of Israel turned around and said, You don't have anything to do with this. This is something that we have to do. Um, and uh, this is something that the king of Cyrus of Cyrus of Persia allowed us to do for the most high. Now, they specifically said that they ain't cuss them out. They ain't be nasty to them, nothing. And watch what these uh, Samaritans do to them. Just watch. Then the Samaritans and the other people of the land that they took over when the children of Israel went to bondage, they was discouraged, okay? And they started um, harassing the people of Yahuda and frightened them to deter them from building. So what are they doing? Acting like the devils that they are. And um, hired adversaries to work against them to frustrate the plans of the children of Israel during the entire time that Cyrus the king of Persia reigned. And, his, and this lasted even until the reign of Darius the king of Persia. So what did these other people do? They harassed the children of Israel so much until the shifting of the kings. That's what they did. They hindered the building of uh, the temple. That's what they did. Because the children of Israel was minding their business and the heathens came and started harassing them. This is why I say what I say. People's always in the children of Israel's business and they don't have no business being in a business. Verse six. Now the reign of Asurus, Asurus, uh, Xerxes, in the beginning of his reign, the Samaritans wrote to him and accused the inhabitants of Yehuda and Jerusalem who have returned from exile, meaning those uh, the children who was taken slaves and they was let go by um, by um, Cyrus. Now that uh, Darius is the king, they wrote Darius a letter and started lying on the children of Israel. Does that sound familiar? Later in the days of King Artaxerxes, Bishalom, Mitzredath, Tabil, and the rest of the associates wrote at Xerxes, the king of Persia, 
and the text of the letter was written in Aramaic and translated from Aramaic. Letter to the King Artaxerxes, excuse me. Remham, the Persian commander of the Samaritans, and Shimshai, the scribe, wrote a letter. Listen to what they did, the nonsense that they did, wrote a letter against Jerusalem to Artaxerxes, the king. And it says as follows. Uh, when wrote Rehum, the Persian commander, Shimshai, the scribe, and the rest of their associates, the judges, the lesser governors, the officials, the secretaries, the men of Rechin, the Babylonians, the men of Susa, that is the Elamites, this is all the people they wrote, and the rest of the nation whom the great and noble Oxnapa deported and settled in the city of Samaria and in the rest of the region west of the Euphrates River. Now, this is a copy of the letter in which they sent him to King Anaxerxes from your servants, the men in the region of west west of the Euphrates River. And now let it be known to the king that the Hebrews who came up from you have come to us in Jerusalem. They are rebuilding this rebellious and evil city. You see the lies? See what the devil do? The devil always been the devil. The devil don't have to be no red band. The devil don't have to be none of that. The devil is as the devil does. Understand that. It could be in anybody's house. It could be whatever. That's why the Most High say you're not fighting flesh and blood because the devil could get into anybody at any time. That's why Yeshua says stay full. I'm just giving you that information because these are devils. That's the way they acting. Okay? That's why I always say devils. Like I said, they are rebuilding this rebellious and evil city even though they lying because they building to the Most High, the Father of Lights, and are finishing its walls and repairing the foundations. Now let it be known to the king that if the city is rebuilt and the walls are finished, then they will not pay tax, custom or toll, and the revenue of the kings will be diminished. Listen to the lies. Now, because we were in the service of the palace, it is not proper for us to witness the king's dishonor. For that reason, we have sent word to inform the king in order that a search may be made in the record books of your fathers and you will discover in the record books and learn that this is a rebellious city. Listen to what they talk about the children of Israel. Damaging to kings and providences that in the past they have incited rebellion within it. That is why the city is laid waste. And destroyed. Now, I want to tell you what they're saying. What they're saying is they're telling king, uh, this king, Darius, that look at the history of the children of Israel. You think other nations didn't write their history about the children of Israel? I already told you it could be five people looking at an accident. Okay. They may or may not be related, but they all saw this accident and they all going to have different stories. All of them. They all saw the same accident, but they're going to have different stories. So you don't think 
that these various people didn't have the same information about the children of Israel and, and what happened to other nations when they came up against the children of Israel. You think they don't have those kind of records? Yes, they do. But they ain't going to have the records that the children of Israel have because the Most High was dealing directly with them. I say that to say these people, these heathens turned around and lied to the king because they couldn't help them do uh, put up a um, put up the um, the foundation with um, the children of Israel. So since the children of Israel said, "Look, this is something that we have to do for ourselves," they turned around and they lied to the king. They telling the king to go to your history and see how rebellious they are. They ain't gonna give you the money. They ain't gonna do nothing. You see how they put that into play? They just had to say, oh yeah, they ain't gonna give you the money that they owe you. You see how these nations, first of all, the nation didn't even care. They wouldn't care one way or the other if their taxes would still come. But the minute they say, oh no, you ain't gonna get your money. That's when, that's perking up people's um, ears. So that's what they had to put in the game. So I'm going to continue. We are informing the king that if the city is rebuilt and its walls finish, it will mean that you will have no possession in the province west of the Euphrates River. You see what they said? The king replies and work stops. Then the king sent an answer to Rehum, the Persian commander, to Shimshai, the scribe, and these were the ones who was lying uh-huh. And the rest of the colleagues who live in Samaria and in the rest of the providences west of the river, peace, greetings. And now the document which you sent to us has been translated and read before me. I have issued, I just want to say this too. You see how they wrote that in Aramaic? The Babylonians wasn't Aramaic. You already know that the Old Testament was written in um, Hebrew and Aramaic. Why? Because those are the, that's the languages of the forefathers, not the children of Israel, but I already told you Shem. That's why. Okay. So now I'm telling you, they wrote to this Babylonian king and the Babylonian king, um, after they transcribed the Aramaic, why does that matter? It matters a lot. Because translations can be done wrong. Changing of words could be done wrong. Changes of letters can make something wrong. That's why. You got to be able to catch everything. And you can't catch everything without the Ruach. Let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying. Because the Ruach don't miss nothing. And you ain't going to miss nothing when you're walking with the Ruach. Period. Now, like I said, verse 18, the document which you sent me um, or sent to us has been translated and read before me. Okay. From uh, Aramaic to Babylonian. Okay. Hold on. Okay. I have issued a command and search has been made. And it has been discovered that this city, Jerusalem, in earlier times has revolted against the kings and that rebellion and sedition has been prepared, or excuse me, has been perpetrated in it. There have also been mighty kings of over Jerusalem who have ruled over all the province, 
providence of the west of the Euphrates River and tax, custom, and tolls were paid to them. So now issue a decree to make these men stop work so that th this city is not rebuilt until a new command is issued by me. Beware of being negligent in carrying out this matter. Why should damage increase to the determent of the kings? Then as soon as the copy of the king Artaxerxes document was read before Rehum and Shimshai described and their colleagues, they went up hurriedly to Jerusalem to the Hebrews, which is Yehuda and Benjamin, and made them stop work by force of arms. So they went there and start bullying them after they lied to the king because the children of Israel said, you can't help us. We got to do it ourselves. This is the nonsense. This is the policing that they've endured since old biblical times. I told you nothing, um, nothing stops. It just revolves and it continues to perpetuate in a circle. This is what it is. You know who the children of Israel are. Then the work on the house of the Most High in Jerusalem stopped. It was suspended until the second year of the reign of Darius, the king of Persia. So right there, lies come into play and then uh, different things happen and the children of Israel keep running into snags. I'm going to say this. As the children of Israel, even today, you're going to keep running into snags. Why? Because this is not your world. This is Esau's world. If you heard the book of um, Ezra, you understand whose world this is. You also understand from Malachi, I already told you, the Most High hated Esau and is going to um, tear him up in the end, according to um, Joel and Obadiah which I didn't read yet, but I will at some point. Why is that important? Because the children of Israel have a lot to learn before the next life. They got a lot to learn. This is why I'm trying to give you as much as possible. We in the end times, if you don't get to learn these lessons, you don't get to go to the next life. You have to endure the fruits of the spirit and all that stuff that the most high left for us. You have to learn to live with it, cover yourself with it, walk in it and be strong in it patience endurance love all of that you have to learn to do all of that in a world that is ruled by the prince of the air and the god of this world who is the devil you have to you have to learn those things i already told you even with love you want love and you want a relationship and you want all this and you want a man or a woman or whatever to come to you and you want it to be good then you have to be good for it because if you asking for something good you sure better bring something good so we're in a place right now for the children of Israel that this is our waking up period. This is our repentance period. This is our changing our mind period. I mean, you've been persecuted since day one. You already know that and you already understand that. You should by now. So this is by reading these books in this Old Testament, you already understand what your forefathers had to endure. You think it's going to be easy for you? No. The Most High says, no, it's not going to be easy for you, children of Israel, because this world is wicked. But never fear, because Yeshua overcame the world. He said, you're going to have trials and tribulations. You are, especially if you keep choosing wickedness. You are choosing wickedness, because if you don't turn uh, away from wickedness, 
my people come out of her. Oh, turn from your wicked ways. Excuse me, and repent. Turn from your wicked ways and repent. When you don't do that, you keep choosing wickedness. And the most I keep giving everybody a chance. Every day you could wake up and you still animated and you still alive, you got a chance to change your mind. But the moment that um, well, I can't say that. I'll say you keep um pushing it off, but when you feel like you're gonna die, or if you know you're gonna die, or before you die, <laughs> you're gonna be real sad simply because you shoulda, coulda, woulda, and you didn't. Okay, you shoulda, coulda, woulda, and you didn't. And I'm gonna say this: I know somebody that uh, did a lot of stuff in their lives, and I mean a lot. And they wasn't really sorry about the things that they did in their lives. Really, they wasn't. Um, and they admitted, oh yeah, um, I wasn't ashamed of nothing I did in my life. And it was some wicked stuff, okay, that they did in their lives. Then when they got sick and tired, because they was literally sick and tired, they looked older than they did. Their body was run down, everything, because they was doing all kinds of stuff, kind of like Solomon. They was doing all kinds of stuff. And then they turned around and they wanted to follow the most high. And their heart was in it, but they didn't... Um, the flesh wasn't it. I will say this. The heart wanted to uh, turn around and follow the most high because they got sober. They did all of this stuff. And then it was time to um, follow the most high. They died. Let this story be a lesson. We are not promised tomorrow. Okay. The present is a gift to the most high. We not promised nothing. We not. Well, the Most High does promise that he's going to clean this mess up. He does promise that he's going to weed out the rebels. He does promise that he's going to get all the sinners and the non-believers. Yeah, that's the promise that he said he's going to do. However, you're not promised today. The Most High don't have no favorites. Turn from your wicked ways. Change your mind and start following the Most High. There's so much stuff going on every day. Every day is something going on. You don't know whether you're going to get caught up. We just don't know when you wake up your eye, um, wake up in the morning and your eyes open, you should be praying and thanking the most high. When you put your feet on the ground, you should be thanking the most high before you walk out of bed and go into the, take your shower and do whatever you should be thanking the most high before you walk out your house. You should be thanking the most high before you get behind the wheel of that car. You should be thinking the most, most high, wherever you get to your, um, your destination, you should be thinking the most high. You should be doing this all the time because you are blessed by the most high and you don't give him no kudos. You don't give him no attention. You don't give him no um, glory. You don't do nothing. You just expect that these things are supposed to happen. You even say, oh yeah, I'm going to see you next week. We're going to do this in three months. And you don't even know if you able to do this. You don't know. You take advantage of the most high. You abuse the most high's word. You assume that you're going to be here however long you believe you're going to be here. But the most high is the one who gets the last word. You even go on and you say, I don't believe the most high. I believe this one, that one, and whoever else that never walked the earth. I believe all that. All I got to do is chant. All I got to do this and got to do that. I'm going to tell you what the most high says to Shaul. People keep doing whatever they want and they saying whatever they want. And they keep following that knowing they have to die. He didn't say it to Shaul. He said it to, um, sorry, he said it to Barak. But in Shaul, Shaul is the one who had a um, 
what did he have? He had, it was uh, the apocalypse of uh, Paul, which is Shaul. And what he was shown was hell. He was shown hell. And he was shown what happens when they die. Immediately, your soul is taken somewhere else. And it's so sensational. People don't believe it. First of all, people don't believe that they're a tripart being. That's number one. This is why people can't wrap their head around the stuff that I say half the time. You are a tripart being. You never, you will never fight flesh and blood. What you will be fighting is whatever's possessing flesh and blood. Because the most high don't just make people evil and wicked. Yes, they are children of the devil. Yeah, and there's children of the most high. But what's in it? What's in the children of the devil? Wicked spirit. What's in people that's possessed that do stuff that we can't even comprehend because um, we can't comprehend wickedness like that. All around wickedness like that. People will just shake their heads and say, how can they do that? You can't comprehend that because you would never do that. But wickedness has no bounds. I already told you the art of war, anything goes. Any atrocity you could ever think up, it goes because that's wickedness. And people cannot wrap their heads around wickedness. But you want, uh, why are we doing these scriptures? Why are we going through these scriptures um, um, chapter by chapter for some of the books? You're going to know who the children of Israel are and you're going to know who they're not. And you're going to know what wickedness truly means and you're going to know what it doesn't mean. And you're going to see what the Most High is going to do to the wicked people and you're going to see what he does in these scriptures. You're going to know, just like the Most High said, before people die, everybody going to hear about the Most High. And when the Most High resurrect everybody, everybody going to see the Most High. I don't care whether you believe him or not, because you're nothing but a blade of grass that's here for a moment, a season. So you could parade around whatever God you have, but you got to die. Just saying. Okay. Um, with that, I want to acknowledge some people. I should have said it in the beginning, but there's something else I have to say too, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. And it's a correction, but until I get that correction, I'm just going to keep moving. I want to acknowledge all those people who listen to me, um, which is predominantly men <laughs> than women. <laughs> I check my stats. Um, and I want to say welcome. I want to say thank you for being here. I want to say thank you for um, tuning in. Thank you for being a, a part of this platform. Thank you for your feedback. Thank you for your acknowledgement. Thank you for the questions that you sent in. Thank you for everything, your comments, all of that. Thank you for all that. And we will continue to walk together in this truth. I want to say one more thing too. Even though the children of Israel don't know who they are right now, when it comes down to the most high and wanting to be in the most high's presence and wanting to be with the most high, for the most part, they want to be with them. I'm not saying every last child of Israel. I'm not saying all of them, but for the most part, they want to be in, they don't care what he looks like. They don't care what his countenance is. There's no exceptions and there's no criteria when it comes down to the children of Israel. However, to the other nations, once they find out the truth, and that Yeshua is melanated and that all of this stuff is for the melanated people, there's going to be problems simply because they ain't going to want to worship a melanated Yeshua or Yahuwah. They're not going to want to. Okay. And I'm not saying all uh, the Gentiles, 
I already, I'm not even going to say heathens because I already know they ain't going to want to. I'm not going to say all the Gentiles, but for the most part, they're not because there's stuff in this book that's, that says that the Gentiles is going to be so shocked when they see Yahshua. Why would that be? Why would they be so shocked? Number one. And number two, why would they try to kill him? Okay. Why would they do that? There's a reason. He's a melanated man, period. I already went through all the scriptures that show and indicate that he is. He was not beautiful. He did not have long blonde hair. He was not with alabaster skin. He did not throw up the gang signs, stroking the lambs and all the rest of that stuff. He wasn't none of that. Excuse that. Excuse that. My husband's playing something in the background, if you heard it. I don't know what it was, and neither does he. And he couldn't be fast enough to stop it. I'm trying to tell him to stay still. Because I'm trying to do some and all this other nonsense in the background is just ridiculous. But like I said, there's a lot of um, things that people are either not privy to. They've been lied to. They didn't be uh, they've been deceived. It's a lot of stuff that's going to come to light. I already told you the most I said that the truth is going to come to light. The truth is going to come to light and people going to be real surprised. They really going to be surprised. And I mean, really. So as we continue to walk this walk and do what we need to do, we're going to all be together. And um, for the uh, second flock, the second flock is everybody. The second flock is everybody. It doesn't matter whether you melanated, non-melanated, whatever. Because the children of Israel is melanated, but that not all uh, melanated people are the children of Israel. That's what you need to understand. It's only one particular people. But melanated and not melanated, they're second flock. Period. There's second flock. So, and they uh, consist of all people. So that's what I need you to understand. So if you really love the most high and you find out the truth, continue to worship the most high because he made all people. Even those uh, people with the DNA that's not human. Just saying. The most high said he made everything that was made. Everything. Even evil for his purposes. Just saying. So with that, I say, I hope that you enjoy your Sabbath. I hope all is well with you. And as we continue to walk this walk, you're going to find some truths. And it just is what it is. I mean, if you can handle the truth, if you can stand in the truth, everything's going to be fine. I mean, I mean, you're still not going to, you're not going to stop being who you are. It just is what it is. Just be the best that you can. That's what the most high says. You know, you got to be humble because everyone has fallen short. So, you know, we got to do the best we can. Everybody, you, me, everybody, you just have to stay humble. Ain't nobody uh, sparkling white and, and um, scot-free of sin. Nobody. So, um, yeah, that's that. Um, like I said, enjoy the rest of your weekend and meditate, find the most high, um, do what you need to do. And until next time. Hi, trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, 
the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. to hear the word of truth of the Most High. But you know what's better? Hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks. Hey, don't make me your guilty pleasure. Hit that follow button and make that commitment. You will not be disappointed. And it's free. It doesn't cost nothing to hit that follow. Thanks. <laughs>